Hi, I'm Dan Hedges from Engineering.com. And I'm Todd Sear, and we're here at the USA Science and Engineering Festival with the famous Adam and Jamie uh, from the Mythbusters. Myth Thank you both for joining Thank us. Thank you very much. Thank you for being here. You guys have probably the most amazing jobs in the world. What is it that motivates you to, to do this year after year? It's such a great show. What's your motivation? Well, in my case, it's what I'm learning. It's, uh, I don't care about being on television. I don't care about busting myths per se, but uh, the kinds of uh, opportunities that we've had to learn uh, as a result of all the experimentation over such a wide range of things has just been indescribable. It's, uh, it's been enlightening, the, the, uh, especially when you think about that, that issue of the range, because it's, it's not about just building, say, something mechanical or, or testing a, a, you know, an urban legend, some sociological phenomenon. We're so broad that it, it builds a foundation that is so broad that uh, it allows us to extrapolate answers to, uh, to questions that we have no direct experience with. That's the, the beauty of that kind of broad foundation. We're not specialists in any particular thing, but we can play in the, in the, the uh, playground of specialists because of the breadth of this, this experience. It's been wonderful. Yeah, it, we learned early on that, the, that the, the shows that were the most successful were the ones where we were having the most fun. And where we have the most fun is where we're being challenged, our, our assumptions are being subverted, and that means that we're learning. Uh, and we've really followed that axiomatically as the show has continued. If there's a difference between the shows we did in the beginning and the shows that we're airing now, um, it's that the storylines have gotten far more complex. And that is absolutely a function of both our level of interest and our level of education into taking a subject and peeling it apart like layers of an onion. So there's, as far as we're concerned, we're going to keep on doing the show until they lock the doors. Well, I, I think it's really important to focus on the fact that uh, we've sort of joked about this thing, uh, failure is always an op option is a catchphrase, but it actually it's very telling uh, that we, we actually like it when we fail. It's like that's the best time because if you fail, you can't help but ask why, and that's when you learn. If we go through these experiments or whatever and we're just demonstrating something that we already know, what's the point? You know, uh, when we screw up, then we go, what happened there? Oh, I get it. And you, you start to break it down, you, you advance. And uh, that's, that's the most valuable thing to us. That makes for, a, sorry, it makes for an interesting metaphor for education. This is a science and engineering festival for students. Oftentimes, we're taught in boxes and frames. We're taught to think a certain way. I, I, I have a very that? specific thing to do with that. I have twin 13-year-old boys right now. Um, it's a terrible age for children. They're just, they're awful at this age. As he's fond of saying, it's <laughs> equivalent to one drunk 26-year-old. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I work with them on their homework, and I read their science textbooks. And their science textbooks are, by and large, terrible. And I, I feel like the reason is it does not follow the, the, the interest of the person reading. It is effectively an inventory. What it's, it's almost like reading the phone book. You learn about parthenogenesis and photosynthesis and these things. You learn what these terms mean. But no kid, after taking a test on photosynthesis, could tell you really at the base what is actually happening when light is being converted into some other form of energy. Because it's not... If I was going to design a science curriculum, I would make it much less broad but deeper. 
and that depth would follow the interest of the student, not just the fact that everyone needs to know what these terms mean. I don't think that everyone needs to know what those terms mean, but I think if people go and satisfy their curiosity to the depth, any investigation takes you to a question no one knows the answer to. And those are the really interesting bits to get to. Why does this happen? Well, because of this. Why does this happen? Well, because of this. Why does this happen? Actually, no one knows the answer to that. All of a sudden, something really cool has happened because you've gone to the edge of knowledge instead of started at this broad base and just learned the first line of, of the knowledge. So we've been talking to Adam and Jamie from the Mythbusters. You can learn more uh, of the interviews we've done with them as well as other engineering and science celebrities here at the festival on engineering.com.